podcast episode 76 hi hello hi hope you're doing well thanks for joining us for another edition of uh the horrible cringe game show welcome back how you boys doing this week all right good 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 um cooper's got to sit out this week so we're gonna miss him because we're gonna have to talk about some uh console debates later and uh we're not gonna really have anyone to rep the Wii that hard yeah so we'll have to just keep that in mind i guess but um, so yeah, welcome to the show. Spirit, they could be here, mm-hmm. repping the Wii. He's, he's here in spirit. Um, so yeah, we got a bunch of uh, stuff from Nintendo. Their investor uh, meeting for last quarter was released. So we'll talk about all the stuff that's in there. Um, Apex Legends Defiance patch notes are out now. I'll read through those really quick. Um, and at the end, we have a refreshed different version of nintendo's console debate so let's get into it first off just a little bit of a reminder um target and amazon are having their first big sale right now buy two get one on select games it's also on books and movies and media in general um targets goes through the 12th i don't know when amazon's ends probably around the same time so if you hear this and you've been looking to get some games they got like everything included like including brand new like legends arceus is included and uh, all the Pokemon games are included. All the new stuff that's come out is included. So definitely looking at that if you're looking to get some games. Um, also... I do get one. Huh. I don't know. I go into Target though, and I'm like, I want something new to play, and then I can't find anything that that you don't already own. Yeah. Yeah, don't own or interested in. Um. Also, while we're on the topic, um. Nintendo's having their first huge eShop sale um, this starting this Thursday. It's called February Fest. It's over a thousand uh, games discounted right now. And uh, if you're looking to get some digital games, uh, this is not an ad, but just a little hint that Nintendo Life has this 10% discounts on all of their eShop credit cards on their store right now. So if you're looking to do that, you can get an extra 10% off the cards you buy. Again, not an ad, just... Although, if Nintendo deal wants to pay us, look, if any any of the accounts we follow want to pay us, I will take it. Rep you every week. So, yeah. Um, We can be bought. (laughs) Very much so. Not that hard. Um, Alright, so actual stuff. So, we'll start with um, some of the things from the investor report. Um, so first off, uh, another uh, reaffirmation that the Switch is still in the middle of its life cycle. They've said all that stuff a lot about how they're redefining the Switch's life cycle and blah, blah, what blah, it blah. means to be a console generation. Yeah. It's like, okay, I see it. Um, although they're not really redefining all of them, they're just kind of redefining theirs because Nintendo's the one with the super short cycles as of recently. So cool to see. Um, I mean, this is the five-year mark uh, coming up, so this would usually be by the time that a Switch console starts dying. So we'll uh, there. We'll talk about this a little later about stuff that's coming up soon this year and, and next year. But you can tell that they're really doing a lot of stuff to make sure that doesn't start happening like it usually does. Um, and hopefully that also means Switch Pro, and sometime maybe late next year. 
Um, don't see one coming that soon, but they're kind of going to need something. I mean, every two years, thought we've had some something. So, sure. late, late 23, I can see it. Um, but that might change. Maybe they'll just the... sell a stronger dock. Yeah, just an upscaler dock. Yeah, something. maybe. That'd be cool. I'd be fine with that if it improved frame rates on like. Uh, it probably wouldn't do any frame rate help. It would just. No, I need Asian calamity improved. Yeah, that would just be if it's anything in the dock. It's probably just going to be an upscaler. Um, I mean, I guess they could put external power in there, but then you're talking like crazy complicated. So we'll see. Um, and speaking of investor reports, so the Switch has uh, topped 100 million units officially and has outsold the Wii. So the Nintendo Switch is now um, Nintendo's uh, third best-selling console of all time. Uh, Wait, what was over the Wii? I know the uh, DS. The DS and the Game Boy because uh, Nintendo groups the Game forget. Boy and the Game Boy Color together, which is 118. So um, That's probably getting past easy. Um, yeah, so that's another 15 million units to that. So next uh, is Game DS Boy is one... and then 154 for DS. Yeah. So um, Possible yeah. if they don't quit, but a lot harder. Um, well, I mean, if they put out a Switch Pro, that'll... That's probably Everybody be. buys a new one. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, yeah. So yeah, next milestone is Game Boy. Um, and... It's probably happening this year anyways. Um, yeah, can keep we'll it see. Up, yeah. Well, there's a new Zelda game coming out this right. year. Very true. Uh, Mario Kart is still at the top, of course, and has grown its lead. Woo! Back, That's um, why we're not getting nine. Um, <laughs> it is back up to uh, about a six million or so gap between it and Animal Crossing. Um, top ten: uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, obviously Animal Crossing number two, Smash Ultimate, Breath of the Wild, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, Pokemon Let's Go, and Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Oh, actually, and number 10 comes in at Ring Fit Adventure, shockingly, with the 10th spot. A lot of people bought it for yeah. COVID. Like, yeah. it was crazy. That's why they had to re-release it. Yeah. Um, so, I do we already have... I don't see it on the podcast sheet. Um, Sword and Shield have beaten out Gold and Silver for second best Pokemon. See, I knew that, but I don't like it, so that's why it's not <laughs> on the sheet. Um, I don't I, like that fact, Cameron. I don't either. L- look, like, I'm, I'm the biggest Gen 2 simp as much as anybody. Um, but, I mean, I also like Sword and Shield's a really good game. A lot of people give it uh, some hate that it deserves, but a lot of hate that it doesn't. And uh, My hate more towards Game Freaks than the game. Graphics and story, very lacking. But it's a Pokemon game. I'll give you graphics, kind of. They used to be the game game produced better, but uh, story's not what I'm looking for in a Pokemon game. Okay, but really. I'm... Well, I w- there's a difference between like a oh, that's not Pokemon true. story and... You are literally only going to go to the gyms. There is no story otherwise. There, you may see a story. You're not part of that story. That's going on in the background. It's not. 
Look, Masuda's not going to do a new story one because nobody bought his story one. And that's why it's super expensive now. And also, I guess it, it feels weird to me that Pokemon sold better, is now selling better than Mario Odyssey. And is only about 2 million away from Breath of the Wild. I don't like that fact either. No. <laughs> um, Where, by the way, where's Mario Odyssey 2, baby? I'm Everything sure else. On it. The rumor's not on the podcast because I just saw it, but um, some old one. It's like older. There's been a rumor that we're going to see a sequel to 1 2 Switch. Ew, bro, like we play motion? <laughs> yeah. One two move one two snap. Three four so, switch. That's, <laughs> that's, three, four, that's two of the games that came out in twenty seventeen for the Switch. Yep. Never gonna get over the fact that one two switch wasn't a packing game. I'm not gonna get over that's the fact it's not Nintendo Land. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, we could have had a game like Nintendo also, Nintendo if we're Switch. making a sequel, why one two switch? Make Nintendo Land two. Okay, yeah. In conclusion, the Wii U was great. We get it. <laughs> I, I can see. I, <laughs> we don't. We don't record the cameras, but we have our cameras on. Every time I say that joke, Alex smiles at me. The camera, like, I hate you. I hate you for that. Like, <laughs> he's right. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Um. Let's see, what else we got in this investor report? Um, um, Smash sales overall. Or no, it's listed somewhere on the podcast. No. Uh, 69 million units sold across the series. Nice. Because of that investor report, we now know them. Glad they reported that. Well, they reported the new ones and added up. It gave us that. Yeah. Um. All right, so yeah, looks like Nintendo's doing good. I did uh, read some other stuff that they're further reducing uh, projected sales because of uh, stocking shortages and that right. thing. So, not by much. It was like only another million units or something. Um, but it's definitely yeah. I think a while back it was like six percent or sixteen percent that they were like, we'll have to cut it back because. But it wasn't like the others were. It's like. You can't find it. Yeah. Um. Okay. What else we got here in the opening? Um. So apparently, Google is planning to salvage Stadia and uh. Going. It sounds like rebranding it to a new thing called Google Stream. Yeah. Um. Which is kind of what they. Did. So this sounds very like what they have recently done with Google Chromecast and have instead made Google TV. They've kind of took so. basically the same tech. It's kind of different. Like, it's better than Chromecast. But they took the same kind of, like, dongle on a TV with stick and just changed it a little bit. Um, so they're going to take Stadia, rebrand it to something else, hopefully make it better. They and won't. Then, but... And then <laughs> um, really just to get people to forget about the word stadia kind of like how facebook is trying to rebrand a meta because facebook has such a stigma around it for good reason that we're like if we just change our name then people won't associate us with garbage same thing like you, th uh -huh. you hear stadia Wait. and you just hear garbage 
Oh man, that one stadia listener we have is gonna get us. Uh, yeah. So Spawn Wave is a pretty, uh, pretty popular uh, YouTuber who does like daily news videos of stuff, and he puts out polls like every day to to show on the following day's episode. And the one today was like, "Have you tried Stadia yet?" And it was like ninety one percent no. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right, well, but it's going to get bullied for being cloud streaming. Yeah. As it should. Um, it's it's weird that, like, a lot of other crowds cloud streaming just doesn't catch the flack that Stadia does. And, like, given, like, Stadia, like, there's a lot more problems than just it's cloud streaming. Right. Because like, it's basically think... just, like, Ubisoft games and that's it. Um, but, like... It's always, like, the first brand that gets attacked, because, like, nobody talks a lot of garbage about Amazon Luna or anything. I mean, I can. It's the same I, thing. Yeah, you can, but, like, that's just not what you go to. I guess that maybe just that's means true. Like, even worse. I'm actually kind of uh, surprised that Xbox has gotten away with it, not really being attacked, and I think the reason they haven't is because they actually have games. That's not, I mean, like... I'll bully all cloud streaming. Um... Yeah, like I'll you'll get a lot. Even Nintendo's, streaming. you'll get a lot more people fighting you if you but, try to see, believe. Xbox, Xbox has such such the perfect way because you can they put all your saves on the cloud, so you can play your Xbox at home, and then when you go out, you can either stream from your Xbox or stream from the cloud with your save and continue the game. See, that's the way to do it. It's like a bonus. It's not mandatory that you stream it if you it, want to play Xbox games, but it's definitely an option. It's and they actually game. have games. That's yeah. not Assassin's Creed. Having actual games and also having the infrastructure to back up said cloud services. Yeah. Double win. It's why they offer free uh, backups. Yeah. Because they can. Because they have that service and don't have the third party yet. Yeah, because uh xbox is the one brand that where its parent company is just willing to throw unlimited amounts of money at it because they have unlimited amounts of money it's like google didn't want to give all the money that was actually required to get good games on it so they just that's why it didn't work i mean amazon's like we also have unlimited money we're gonna start making games i'm like no you're not not like tv shows tv show you throw it up you spend a few Six months, if it's bad, people forget. Games can become like the biggest sink for making. Yeah, they're they're major money holes. And also... Well, they can be. They can also be super. Well, if you want them to be good, they're going to be sinkholes of money. And also, you still have to worry about the fact that once you... If you do not start off with a good game you're going to go very very poorly going forward sure people will keep comparing it they'll be like i don't trust you because of that yeah look at um um what's the space game you talking about no man's sky that one yeah but people have given up on bullying that one because they keep giving free content yeah. yeah, the same content they promised at launch. But, you know, 
But look, they gave it, and it's they free. It. They they did do right, it. Right, but it's like all the free. big ones, right. like Amazon and Google, aren't gonna be like, "We'll fix this by giving it to free." They'll We're be like, "We're gonna make a new one. We're gonna throw Stadia in the trash." Stadia in the trash. Now Google Stream, brand new, totally not just Stadia with a fresh coat of paint. Not Stadia pulled back out of the trash. <laughs> Uh, I still like that site. What is it? Everything's Google's killed, and it's just like a full web page that keeps going. Man, y'all remember Google Glass? That was on there. Man, that yeah, you saying that made me think of like that was the first thing that came to mind that Google's killed. Like I remember like being in high school and them talking about that, and immediately everyone's like, "If you wear Google Glass, you're gonna get beat up." <laughs> Dude, they were like seventeen hundred dollars. Yeah, didn't Microsoft have a version? Uh, Microsoft Hololens, but that's kind of different. Right. That's like an AR gaming headset. That's not like, uh, like Alexa on your glasses. Okay, Google Glass, show me results for how to not get bullied by wearing Google Glass. Um, it truly needs like a neural implant. <laughs> Instead of talking in public, Google, they're going to bully me. Yeah, okay, Google, where's the nearest bathroom? You just have to like, say that in front of 30 people. <laughs> um, show me results for sex shops near me. Yeah, I can see that no, going look, on look, quickly. You're forgetting the biggest uh, search result. From Google last. Google, how do I talk to women? Yeah, I was like, that was my next, going to be my next thing. I was like, imagine being in a restaurant bathroom and some guy goes in there and is like, okay, Google, tell me how to make women want to have sex with me. Like, how do I talk to women properly? Conversation starters for men. <laughs> like, they, uh, just, they just list like <laughs> 10 things you can tell they're super desperate trying to get. Uh, but, like, yeah. You go <laughs> here. You go Google. You can have this result for free. You say it'd be really pog if we went on a date. <laughs> I saw Schaefer. It'd be, uh, that'd be really like pog if you liked me. Yeah. yeah. The the meme he had attached or that I uh, saw that from it was this girl holding a guy by his necktie, and he's like, "I'm sorry, I don't know how to talk to women." <laughs> Um, my favorite recent trend on like Instagram reels and TikTok is uh, the audio that's like, "Babe, come back to bed," and then the guy's like, "Not now, darling. I'm not done with my online banking." But instead of that, they're just like playing video games. They're like, "I'm not done playing Spider Man," and then the girl goes, "Oh, it's so hot." <laughs> she... That's that's my trend. I wish Jewel would let me make one of those. I think that'd be funny. Um. Anyway. Alright, last thing before Collector's Corner, Apex Legends Defiance patch notes. Um, I won't spend too much time on it because I know I'm the only one that really cares. But also, Rip Jacob, he wasn't able to join. Uh, Jacob was the guy that came a couple months ago and uh, talked about Halo and very negative connotation. Was that months ago? That was in December. Um, and um, uh, he is a Caustic main. And if you don't know much about Apex... Caustic has been nerfed continuously for several seasons in a row, and he got nerfed again to where now, even if the traps are already like active, you can still destroy them. 
So they're destroyable no matter if they're like uh, sprung or not. Um, so can't wait for Apex Season 15 when gas restores health and you can see straight through it. Um, Alright, so uh, Olympus has been changed a little bit um, with some new lore and stuff. It's uh, been changed for better rotational stuff and just like a new interactive stuff. It's um, kind of vague and I don't want to spend too much time on it because that's not really what anybody cares about. Um, Prowlers and Storyports got and Storm. Oh my god. Prowlers and Stormpoint. There we go. Got nerfed a bunch, which is super good. They do less damage. They don't track as much. So many, only so many can follow you at a time. They don't uh, hit you in the ring. Um, and a bunch of other stuff. So, um, so also their loot right. is better when you kill them. They give a little bit better loot. Um, so, so did Wraith get any patch notes? Um, I'm about to get there. Um, also, they um, changed the dropship patterns on the store point a little bit. Instead of being like super random and all over the place, it's more consistent to like an X shape. So it's either going to go diagonally one way or the other most of the time. It's still like kind of random, but it's just more adjusted. Um, so they... Um, change some rank stuff as well uh you get less maximum kill xp um let's see bumping up placement points for teams in the top five easing back the kill cap um and uh adjusting per kill bonuses to require two to three less kills to hit the maximum so just easier for ranked players which is cool um first one is on olympus and second split is on king's canyon um you can now choose between who you want to hear both voice and text chat from, so you can make it friends only, which is good. You could also turn it off entirely, um, so that's good. So Crypto got a buff. Um, he now has, um, let's see. Um, so basically all the normal information that you see on your normal HUD is also displayed in the drone. So you have you don't have to switch between to see things. Um, you can uh, more easily tell when your uh, ultimate is going to be used. Survey beacons are more easily found. Um, field of view is bigger. Um, also, you don't have to stop moving and pull up your drone to do anything with it. You can throw your drone in a straight line. And it'll just go and work as it does when you fly it and cool. either stop at a certain range or stop at a wall and like stick on it and be like a camera and just like mount and look around. So big buff there, right? Cause now you don't have to just sit and be a sitting duck while you're using the drone. Um, yeah. Go hide it and then call it a day. Yeah. And then also you can access your ultimate the same way. You don't have to pull your drone out. You can just immediately use your ultimate if you're walking around um, that is a major buff yeah so um, he's he's a super low pick rate so they're giving him a lot of buff um, stuff to make people pick him before uh, <laughs> gee hmm, I wonder why oh so uh, gas traps are destroyable for caustic they have 150 hit points 
so it's not just like one shot, which is good. Um, detonated traps only last 11 seconds now, so 12 and a half seconds. And uh, gas effects linger for two seconds after barrel destruction or expiration. So um, if you break a trap or it goes away, the gas stays for a little bit longer after the trap is destroyed. Is that to make up for the fact that they nerfed it into the ground again? Um, it doesn't really make up for it, but it's something. At least I thought it was going to be like one hit and it would break. It's good that it has 150 hit points. So like you actually have to do damage to it. Um, Is that at all times or just after it's been activated? Um, after it's been activated, I think. Um, so the alternator's coming back to the ground loot. Vault's going into the crate. Um, alternator apparently has no damage changes except they removed this disruptor again which it had when it was in the crate so that was expected the vault has a damage increase and a mag size increase for the um crate there's a new hop-up called kinetic feeder um and if you slide with the, it's, it goes on the triple take and the peacekeeper which have chokes if you slide then your choke is like almost instantly and it actually helps you reload quicker too um which is cool um, Hammerpoint is coming back for the P20, the Mozam, and the Re now, which Hammerpoint is crazy, if you don't know, and putting it on an automatic weapon like the Re, that's going to be pretty nuts. Um, Shattercaps got changed to where it only works when you're hip firing, um, which is good. Um, 30-30 and uh, bow pellet damage got nerfed. Um... Bullets don't get larger out of the triple tech anymore, and it also got a damage buff or damage nerf. Um, so they nerfed a little bit to make it more like the other marksman rifles. Interesting. Um, flatline got a nerf from 19 to 18. Um, uh, rampage damage has been reduced, and the ability or how fast it shoots when you charge it up with a thermite has gone down as well. Um. So the gold weapons, which are the fully kitted weapons you find on the ground, they have replaced the Mastiff 3030 R3 car and longbow with the Re, the Triple Take, the Peacekeeper, the Prowler, and the Havoc. So you can literally find a freaking Turbo Havoc now on the ground, which is cool. Um, Flatline and Longbow are now craftable for 30 materials at any crafting station. Um, weapons that are in crafting um, cannot be found on the ground so that means they're not full loot they're, you have to craft them and also uh, those weapons come with no attachments and two boxes of ammo um, let's see med kits got cheaper in the crafting uh, station from 20 to 15 and kinetic feeder is also an option for crafting now which is cool and that's uh, all the main changes there's a bunch of uh, bug fixes and quality of life updates um you can also now see like your teammates survival items like heat shields or mobiles um there and there's just a ton of other little changes they've made it's super long so i'm not going to run through all of those but basically, it's going to be a really interesting season. Um, super big loot changes. I'm super excited for Kinetic Feeder Peacekeeper and Re with Hammer Point. That sounds super fun. Um, I am also so elated to have the alternator back. I'm one of the few people that fought uh, tooth and nail for 
their alternator's reputation, so I'm very glad for that to be coming back. It went in the crate, right? Yeah, it's been in the crate for a couple seasons, so now it's back. Um, and, you know, we are losing the vault, which sucks because the vault's really good, too, and it's pretty much been my replacement for the alternator in the meantime. But, um, At least they're both not in the crate. Yeah. Um, sucks that the Spitfire staying in the crate because that's really fun. Um, and also, I would rather the G7 come out of the crate, too. Um, I didn't respect that gun when I had the chance, and now that it's gone, I'm upset. Because now I have to use the 30 instead, and the 30 is just not as good. Um, okay, so that's enough of my Apex Legends garbage BS. Collector's Corner, this is the weekly segment where we go around and talk about games we've been playing and stuff that's been going on and um, getting hit by scooters and stabbing ourselves. Uh, so... You want to start um, off then? Yeah. So yeah, I'm the I I am the injured person this week. Uh, literally this morning. So I woke up late and, we, uh, which already sucked because I was gonna have to work late, and so I couldn't take my dry cleaning like I wanted. Um, and I had printed some stuff yesterday. Um, actually, which I'll go ahead and throw in the chat now because I want to show the one of the things I printed is relevant. Um. So I printed a bunch of stuff all on the plate, and I had been using um, nice, like uh, washable glue, like Elmer's purple glue sticks, you know, because it just comes off with water to help my mm. plastic stick to the print bed. And normally yeah. it doesn't stick that hard, but man, this stuff was on there so freaking hard. Uh, and like the printer comes with a paint scraper to help you peel stuff off of the bed and stuff. So I was like doing that. I couldn't get it. I was trying to twist it off with my hands couldn't get anything to work and you know high science 2020 so i should have been holding a sharp paint scraper straight up in the air when i was doing this but i hold i had it in one hand while grabbing uh one piece of the stuff i was printing and then i was using the other hand to like try to torque the two pieces to see if they would come off the bread the bread the bed and i slipped and i jammed my hand straight into the edge of the paint scraper um so that's why this is on there um it's about a it's eighth of an inch long and went through all the skin luckily did not hit the bone or cut a tang a tendon because if it did i would not be here recording right now um hospital all uh, day. yeah definitely would have surgery i'd have to i my my right hand would be incapacitated until my tendon got like like healed um yeah so uh that does not just because i didn't do that doesn't mean it didn't hurt a lot um right so then i was almost late to my first meeting this morning because i was running around trying to bandage up myself um i was worried i was gonna have to get stitches because that's the deepest cut i've had in a while like I, it sealed up uh within like 30 minutes so i was fine but i was worried about that um and then i also sliced uh, one one of my fingers twice and another one once right in the seam where your finger bends. It's not a very deep cut, but it's going to be impossible. It's going to take forever to heal because it's just yeah. in one of those spots where your skin bends all the time. So, uh, yeah, I'm an idiot. I learned my lesson. Don't hold sharp things while torquing stuff. Got it. Um, but, um, yeah, so now I have this um, little Zelda stand for the Skyward Sword stuff. It fits great on my little Zelda shelf there. You can see the nice. Zelda things all in the background of that. Um, the markings are on the front. I'm going to have to clean up a little bit because after I got out of my meetings and my hand stopped hurting so much, I uh, got a wrench and torqued it off with that. And that finally worked. Um, so there's a couple markings on it. 
So I've got to clean it up a little bit. And uh, the plastic in that Zelda logo actually isn't supposed to be there. It's just support plastic. So I still need to dig that out. But it looks really, it came out really good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I also printed little bar thingies that are about this big that are made to hold Joy-Con straps, like one on each side. So you can hold four per bar. And it's great because those things are a pain in the ass to keep track of. So that's true. You just throw four on one of those bars and then you just you print like two or three of them and you have them all in these little sticks. You can just put them somewhere and you know where all of them are, which is super awesome. Um, I bought Mega Man X Legacy Collection and Namco Museum on Switch digitally. Nice. Um, Namco Museum I got for free just because of points I had and it was on sale for like two or three dollars. Um, so that was cool. Um, I discovered that my save file on my cartridge of Final Fantasy IV is gone. Rip. Rip. So I, I was like halfway through the game. Very very upsetting. Um, I probably won't even try to go back, at least for a while. I got to figure out no, why. No, definitely. Um, I, I, put the, I, bought, I put a new battery in it when I bought it, and I only bought that cartridge like four or six months ago. So like Brett and I, I opened it up and I was like, did I put a bad battery in it? Like, is it, and it was still like voltage was fine and everything. So either the, um, soldering joints are bad and I need to redo them, which is possible. Or, uh, the SRAM chip is bad. And in that case, I just can't play that game anymore if I want to save it. So rip. Um, but I don't know for sure yet. Um, play a little bit of Chrono Trigger. Um, and played a lot of Banjo Kazooie on N64 Online. I I got through Mumbo Mountain. All the nice. Way. I can't play the N64 version of Banjo. Why not? Because I know the Xbox keeps up with all your notes. So if you die, you still have all of them. If you die in the N64, it starts over the counter. Like it will be like, you collected ninety-seven. But if you want 100, you got to do it all. You got to get those 97 again. Um, yeah. So, that's why I just use safe states. Oop. Fair. Um, and played a little bit more of Pokemon Heart Gold. Forgot about that save. Went um, just kind of casually. Um, and... Yeah, that's that's it. So, uh, Cameron, why don't you go on? So, I did Toy Story Mania. I got my highest score ever on it. Um, I played like a little bit of Arceus. Not even much of that. I just oh yeah, I played that too. Just haven't played a lot of games this week. Um, um, earlier today, I saw the um, the cast store right uh, had Walt Disney World Magical Racing Tour for five dollars. Like which version? The PlayStation One version. So like what I own. Yeah. Where are you gonna get a PS One? No, that's the problem. I didn't get, even get my hands on the game. You didn't buy it. I didn't find it. Oh, rip. 
That's the only reason I went over to Cast Connections and they didn't have it. Very annoying. Yeah. Um, that was like five dollars. Wow. It's like a yeah. dollar game. Twenty. Yeah, for a decent copy. No, no, didn't get it. Um, cause it wasn't there. And I don't know. Otherwise, I've been just sort of surviving. Hmm. I feel that. We're just trying to make yeah. it out of here. All right, Alex. Okay, let's let's cover this first because it'll lead into uh, something else. Um, so you brought up how you lost your data. Yeah, <laughs> definitely had that. Uh, when I play Rise of the Tomb Raider, whenever that was, like last, got to a room, did the puzzle, it broke the because the barrel went down the wrong side. My game literally was, and I had saved. I was literally stuck. Oh, you soft locked? Yep. Ouch. Right. That's big ouch. So I hadn't. I haven't played that game since then <laughs> because that's at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, the first time it happened to me was with my copy of Oracle of uh, Seasons. Mm. Actually, that one right, uh, right there. Um, tried to play it without replacing the battery first, learned my lesson there, which is why when I got my copy of Final Fantasy IV, like I do with every game now, the first thing I do is replace the battery. I don't care how new it was. Um, and I still got screwed. Right. Sucks. Very unfortunate. And all the... So, also, I've been... I So, because of that, I spent a lot of time researching ways to dump your save files and then restore them back to the cartridge because there's tech to do that. My super NT with the jailbroken firmware on it can dump ROMs and saves, but it can't restore ROMs and saves. Uh, and every piece of hardware that I've been able to find that ever has had the capability to do that uh, is either not in production anymore or sold out for a long time. Um, so, or cost an arm and a leg. Um, well, yeah, but those are also the same. So, like, they're not they're out of production. So, like, Super UFO, $400. Uh, the Retro, $300. Uh, Retro uh, yes, 5 is going for, like, $150, $200. And also, the Retro 5 is kind of sketchy in that. So, like, I don't want to go for the cheapest one. And then I, so like I and I'm not going to freaking spend three to $400 on a thing that is just for Let ROM and save dumping and restoration. A console. Yeah, to do I'm, not, this. I'm not gonna do that. So hopefully something else comes out or comes back in stock because that sucks. I would spend that much if it could do all of them. Well, so uh, like standard price for both of these items is about eighty bucks, and I'm oh. all, I'm all there for that. Especially yeah. the retro. The retro um, hooks directly into your PC. Can do NES, SNES, Genesis, and a bunch of it has a bunch of adapters for like Game Boy, like every kind of cart. And it's straight into your PC, and it actually it treats it just like a USB drive. You can just That's pull cool. the file straight off of it, which is really cool. The UFO is a little more complicated. You have to plug it into the Super Nintendo and dump it onto an SD card, and then put the SD card in your computer. Um, but the, rather have the one that can just plug in and do the the UFO is cool because if you you can buy like uh, Japanese Super Famicom games, which are like a third of the price of any Super Nintendo game. That's true. Um, and you can hot apply a uh, translation patch to it so 
essentially you can save a bunch of money by buying the Japanese versions. You don't overwrite the ROM itself, but like you plug it in apply and you can you can apply it while the console's on, and then you just have to do it every time you boot it up. But it's super easy to do. So like that was another thing I was like, ooh, I could definitely do that because I could buy like uh, Chrono Trigger and Earthbound, Super Metroid. Uh, Mega Man X2, Mega Man X3, all that stuff. That's like several hundred dollars here. That's like freaking twenty dollars if you buy the Super Famicom version. But because Japan's like, we don't really sell what we have, so it doesn't like they don't really sell their old games. They it's like a different value of market for yeah, used games have... over there. Well, used and that's why that's why uh, Nintendo and Sony just kind of don't care about like old games like they kind of do because of america but they're like well in japan there isn't there's not a market for it that's why there they just is support. but it's not a hundred dollars for yeah a game yeah game. like it, the the amount of people that want to play the game versus the amount of people that want to play that game and also can read japanese is very small so that's why it's not worth a lot like it would be worth a lot if a lot of the collector like collectors would could understand japanese but most of them can't myself included um and um so we're stuck to buying the american version and um and and even that has its own set of problems because europe runs on 50 hertz and so that causes a whole other set of issues and um there's a lot more of english reading collectors than there are like english and japanese or japanese reading collectors so it's just way more demand than supply uh for english retro games but anyway sorry i interrupted you continue um i played pokemon obviously i played like i played a little bit of uh the the gen 4 remakes um, but I mostly played the Legend of Arceus, and I saw a hill, and I saw Chansey up the hill. So I brute forced my way up the hill to catch it, and it's uh, over level 40. Um, and then I saw a Happini, so I caught it. Then I got attacked by Blissey. Nice. But I booked it away. Like, I hmm. jumped on the... Uh, what's his name back and just started running <laughs> i don't know so it's fun but it feels weird that there's some things i'm like do i want to do the story i'm like yes but i need to catch the pokemon to do the thing yeah and i can't I'm find a bunch a of them too. same I'm like i don't want to open a new region because I need to get all the ones in the previous region so that it isn't like, well, you're at the end of the game. Now go catch all 250 Pokemon so you can do the final thing. Yeah. Because this one actually requires you to catch everything once. Um, I played a little bit of Tomb Raiders, the first one of the... Uh, reboot trilogy, prequel trilogy, whatever they call it now, since they're combining all the timelines. I played this one years ago on the... not I didn't beat it, but I did play it on the 
uh, Xbox One. There are things in the I started up. I'm like, there's like this long segment where you've got to do a lot of like quick time and running events. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> I'm like, I know I made it pretty far in this game, but I don't remember any of this. Um, let's see, did I really do anything else? I don't know. It's just been a long and weird week. And I was like, well, I've beat six games this year. I can take it easy this week. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've gotten so kind of burnt out recently. I was like, I took off my birthday and the day after just, and, uh, I was like, I'm not really doing anything. I just don't want to work. 100% get that. Yeah. Like, it was after the fact that I was like, oh, like, I'm gonna, like, my parents are gonna come up and we're gonna end up doing stuff. I didn't make the, I didn't take off work when I knew that was gonna happen. I just took off work because I was like, I would rather sit in silence. <laughs> oh, I, that's my favorite thing to do, though. Sometimes you're like, people are like, so you're playing games, right? No, I'm just. No. Mental health. Very I, I might be on my phone or laptop, but I'm literally just scrolling yeah yeah it's not Inside. i'm not using any major part of my brain <sighs> but yeah um i don't know i gotta finish homework fun stuff yeah which i'm glad we do the podcast earlier than we used to well it makes it easier for us as well, because work. Well, no, if it was still at the normal time, I probably would have kicked it tomorrow. Ask for it to be tomorrow because of what my homework's do. Is it due at midnight? Work is pain. It is due at midnight. Mm. Mm. Well, Karen, why did you send me a cart? You're like, this is what I've got to do before I leave. And it's like a full cart... Stacked to the ceiling, and then oh, graphics your cards. desk. Yeah, I got I was that like, too. What are, what are you doing? I was I almost testing was like, graphics cards. I was almost like, you want to like throw one of those my way? <laughs> They're all, they are all majorly outdated. Oh, never mind. Like, I think the old or the youngest card I've seen is still older than the one I have in my desktop back home. So. Okay. It was like a 760 maybe Whew. that is old yes i want to get fired from disney for <laughs> stealing a single 760 <laughs> graphics card yeah good stuff all right um who's gonna take over for cooper's fay this week Faye. I can Faye, unless Cameron wants to do it i don't know what's going on in Faye. all right let's go Okay, so in the meeting thing, they announced that, uh, investor meeting, they announced that Fire Emblem Heroes has made $959 million since it launched five years ago. That is disgusting. Um, they announced a fifth anniversary collector's edition for the game. What does a collector's edition of a mobile game look like? I'll 
I'll, I've got a picture. I need to <laughs> find. I posted the picture in uh, Games But More Expensive. It cost $150. That's what that was. So, Comes uh, with... I guess that's an art book. And I'm trying to uh, find what it included. It's been a while. A portrait and a plushie of an owl. Uh, so let's see. It includes, uh, so three CDs and a bonus DVD. The CDs will contain eight, uh, 78 original tracks implemented from the game, and up until March 2022. Uh. Meanwhile, the DVD will include a plethora of tracks from Fire em other Fire Emblem titles with a duration of over 10 hours. Uh, wow. A physical collection of key visual art drawn from all six of the books. So that's what the picture things are. Okay. Um. And a new illustration from Yusuke Koziki for the collection. That must be what's in the border, in the frame. Yeah. Okay. Or there's like one that's a mystery so a on the of, site. So a bunch of uh, art and music. Yep. The package will include a sticker set of oh, uh, 19 sticker sheets containing around the sprites of around 900 characters. A smartphone stand modeled from the Fire Emblem Heroes mascot, Faye, uh, is the last thing included. You can detach the wings on its back as it doubles as a smartphone cleaner. Well, all right then. It's very expensive, though, so I will not get it. Yeah, I mean, you're paying for 900 stickers. Right. <laughs> I thought at first I was like, okay, it's like an art book, and you've got a thing for Faye because they're the mascot, and you've got CDs. If it's like $80, that would probably be about right. And they're like, 150 Oh, no. What I, the fuck? Um, I mean... If it was eighty, I could see like eighty is where... like for a for art, like eighty would uh, be about what the stuff in like a one forty collector's edition with a game cost without a game, and that usually includes like music and an art book. Yeah, it might just be because that like Fire Emblem Heroes makes me sick. Um... Yeah, one fifty. Uh, I was like, "What the fuck is this price for? <laughs> what are yeah, you smoking?" I just like, uh, I don't know. I'm, you know, like b back in the day, CDs like to get CDs and stuff were cool, but like now that is like such an outdated media format. Like mm -hmm. the like the only reason I can still use CDs at all is because my laptop has a built-in CD drive. I got that for a reason, so that way I didn't have to have worry about having one on my desktop because that's super limited, the kind of, like, case I don't know. and stuff. That's they want to give people something physical, though, and I would rather, oh. instead of, like, Maybe. here's a digital download thing. Here, they, give us a now, cool here's the thing. flash drive. Xenoblade have... did the flash drive thing. Yeah, but see, the problem with Xenoblade was is that it has DRM, so you have to leave it plugged in, and it only had like 700 megabytes of usable right. storage if you wanted to use so, it for something yeah. else. 
if that's the other option besides cd drive i'd take the cd it also created like its own drive on your computer like the y drive that's what i'm saying like don't do that take the drm out of it just give me like a 32 gigabyte flash drive which is like or not even 32 i mean i would prefer 32 32 it'd be so nice but they could be like here's an eight and it's got all the songs and we customized it i would say no lower than 16 because that really kind of draws the line for like like useful for today for anything more than like they don't want you to use it though they want you to it to have music (laughs) um but the main thing was like make it cool, like like Xenoblade look, like where it like looks like a thing in the game and it lights up and so, stuff, and then just take the dr. I just put files on there. Just give me the music files. Right. So if if they're going to do a flash drive, do like that. Do like what you suggested. But if they're not gonna, but if it's gonna be like Xenoblades, where it makes oh, yeah, a file no, and wanna, you can't, then wanna... let's then let's just stay with CDs. Yeah, I don't want a seven hundred megabyte DRM stick. I want like a flash drive that comes with the files on it that I can then use later for other stuff. So I get something practical out of it, like, a, and then I don't have to leave it plugged in to listen to stuff. I can yeah. put them on my phone and whatnot. Right. Uh, the last thing for Faye this week is that they, well, they're starting the Valentine's event for this year, and it is based on Awakening. You have Crom, Ra, both Robins. Lissa, Owain, and Lucinia. And Lucinia's outfit is based on an old soundtrack for Awakening. All right, then. Um... Persona 4 Arena Ultimax confirmed to have uh, Denuvo alongside no rollback at launch. Care to elaborate? Denuvo's Sega's thing to prevent piracy. Like, you download their games on Steam, and it has that. People hate it, but I get why Sega has it. Yeah. Uh, and then rollback is just, you can't what, get back to a fighters. Oh. <laughs> what people who play fighting games bitch about all the time that Smash doesn't have. I mean, to be fair, it probably should have it. Sakurai explained that they actually tried. He's like, it's a platform fight. <laughs> it doesn't work. Okay, but they they got it working in, in Melee. Rollback eliminates the delay by predicting your inputs. The game will attempt to predict your input by itself and will show that input to the enemy player for example if the game expects you to use reuse fireball out of the enemy that's what the game will show to the enemy that's what the yeah interesting yeah um who makes these games arc systems already said they might do it they don't know though depends on how they feel because Atlas is in charge, but Ark makes the fighting ones. So... Okay. This is basically just a port, so they're not really yeah. adding... Um, 
Yeah, sorry, sorry, I totally zoned out. I was, I'm trying to read more about rollback. Like, it's super confusing to me. Exactly. Don't ask me about rollback. I know. Yeah. So apparently, it's like, so there's lag in online gaming inherently, right? So in a fighting game, that bad. And rollback tries to treat both players as local and have the person that's not there have their moves predicted so that you can see what they're probably gonna do um yeah see even the dogs freaking hate this it's just a stupid ass idea okay dogs are calm now um so i'll stop talking about rollback but it yeah i mean apparently like fighting people who play fighting games think it's like the most important thing to have and I see it somehow because, like, you want to be able to read what they're doing before. Because by the time they do it, it'll be too late for you to react to it. Right. So, like, I, I see what they're talking about, but I don't know. I guess my brain's just too small. Um, or you don't play fighting games. Like, I don't play fighting games. There's Smash, and then there's, like, I mean, I played Persona 4 Arena and Arena Ultimax, but not online. I did the story. And I played like some of it for fun. I don't play any online except Smash because I'm like, I don't want to play against people yeah. who are probably like, way better this, than me anyway. Yeah. This is all I play. Well, then I don't want to play against you. Yeah, I don't play any online game anymore if it's with random people. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll I'll play COD, like online by myself because that's super like you can just mute everybody and like it's it is a well, team if you're playing effort, like but a there's not prop a hunt mode that one's you don't even need anybody right yeah well prop hunt and cod is so stupid anyway because there's no penalty to the hunters like they don't take damage from anything wow. like, they have unlimited bullets and unlimited grenades and <laughs> see that's they don't worse take any damage so it's basically impossible to win as the props unless you're like super good you ba- you pretty much have to constantly move and like dodge people and, hope yeah, luck and they, just get away with a couple lucky times. That they basically should have taken the thing where your guesses take away Yeah, just just make it bar. Gary's Mod. Yeah, right. Just make it Gary's Mod. It's that easy. We took Gary's Mod but made it worse. Yeah. It looks better, but it plays worse. Wow. Um, Great. And, like, there is strategy in a lot of COD stuff, but most of the time it's too chaotic to try any of it. And even if it's not chaotic enough to try any of it, no one's going to listen to you because everybody's a meanie online. Um, and don't even get me started on Apex Legends. Um, <laughs> all right. Oh, I saw this. So we talked about this before. This guy named Gilbert Sonner uh, got a bunch of copyright strikes for his Nintendo music on his YouTube channel. And then he got a bunch of more. And then... And basically shut everything down. Um, he's deleted his channel now. Yeah, he's yeah he deleted the channel, but he claims that, um, or he doesn't claim it, but apparently from like the copyright claims were not legitimately from Nintendo. Um, so, um, copyright claims from Nintendo are usually listed as Nintendo Company Limited or Nintendo of America Incorporated or Nintendo. A bunch I assume of, that's uh, Japan. Uh, uh, Nintendo of Japan Incorporated, probably. It's uh, in Japanese. Kan- kanji. I can't. I can't tell the difference between uh, kanji and katakana or whatever they call it. So, 
Um, but yeah, these claims literally just said Nintendo. So, somebody got a lot of money, probably. Right. I wonder, <laughs> wonder who it was. Um, the Wii U's getting a new game this year on the eShop. It's a horror game called Silver Falls, and it supports the balance board. Um, Sounds like torture. Karen, you should play it. Excuse me. I don't want to play torture. There is a gameplay reveal on YouTube now that you can look at. Um, apparently, they are not all able to offer any physical copies. Um, well, unless they worked with uh, what's it called? The limited run game still yeah. sold with you. But that was several years ago at this point. Uh, was, yeah, like two. One. Two or three years ago. Um. So, um, yeah. Apparently, like it's a thing where you like hold the Wii U gamepad on its side and use it. It looks kind of like a phone screen. And you're on it, okay? And you're on you know the what? board to like walk. Um, I don't think that's the like default way to play. Or I'm not really sure, but it is indeed a way to play. Yeah, because here's a picture from the gameplay, and like the it's supposed it looks like a bunch of apps on the Wii U gamepad. Yeah, and you like, like uh, apps on a smartphone. Damn. I'm not really sure how the flashlight holding thing works, but it seems like he's like just like oh no, he has a a Wii mote. Oh, so you hold the Wii U gamepad in one hand, like a phone screen. Your other hand has a Wii mode that's a flashlight, and you can. You're on the gamepad, and you're on and you're on the balance board. And I think you're leaning, like how you lean is where you move. Um, sounds super complicated, and it it's either gonna like there's a slim chance it's gonna be like actually really really cool and fun, and then there's a big chance that it's gonna not work at all and be horrible. So we'll see. It is certainly. If it's ladder, if it's though. as if if it's like more than decent, I will definitely buy it and play it. Like if people think it actually works pretty well, then I will definitely try that out because it sounds super unique. Yeah, um, definitely. Like that sounds like something they would have made. Like maybe started developing like towards the end of the Wii U's life and just now got around to finishing it. Yeah, because I can't think of any other reason. They'd be like, we have to stick with the Wii U for this. Um, Supermassive Games announces five more Dark Pictures titles. Are those the Dark Picture Anthology? No. Yeah. Not. Okay, the Dark Pictures Anthology. Yeah. Okay, I actually bought the I first know. one of those in the series, and I was, I'm going to try it out sometime soon. The best game Supermassive Games has made is Until Dawn. Hmm. Like, these are all kind of like, we're making, like, kind of Until Dawn games. None have held up, like, Until Dawn games. So there's three right now, um, and then I'll read the list of new ones. There's Man of Madon, Little Hope, and the newest one, uh, House of Ashes, which I've heard, House of Ashes is the one I've heard the best things about. Um, the new ones though are the Craven Man, Directive 
80-20, which I assume is like sci-fi horror because of its name. Intercision, uh, Winterfold, and this one's the one people are like, this is going to be the last one. It's called Oh Death, and each game, including Until Dawn, uh, that's the song that plays at the beginning of them. Ah. Um, Monolith Soft update slash renovated? Oh, their website. Oh, okay. no. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Updated what? <laughs> Sometimes I just type things and then forget I was working on that sentence and go on to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do that Alex... all the time. Great, here you go. Alex, what is this? It makes sense to me. <laughs> Alex, I. You know, guys, we might all collectively have ADHD just a little bit. I mean, well, you already know I do. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go get that checked. Um, the Super Smash Brothers series has a new milestone with uh, 69 million total units. Oh, yeah, we talked about that a few minutes after the beginning of the show. Whoops. There it goes. ADHD again. Woo. We're <laughs> two for two. Um all right, last uh, tidbits. We're getting to some rumors and then close out. Um, PlayStation Plus new games are out. Uh, main title being uh, EA Sports UFC Four. What? No, I disagree. The main titles. Um, you can call that one the main one, but I think it's a uh, whatever. Tina's game no, that's a yeah, Planet uh, Coaster. The PS Five. So I call it the main title because that's how they presented that. Is the it's the big one yeah. at the top. Um, that was not my main title. That's just what PlayStation says is the main title. Okay, fair. Uh, main but... title is UFC 4. Um, also, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep. And uh, Planet Coaster Console Edition. Uh, the only PS5 game is Planet Coaster. And those are available now. I considered playing Planet Coaster. And then I was like, do it later. <laughs> but I, I do think it's cool that one's included. Because I'm like... I like Roller Coaster Tycoon. This is similar, right? This is similar to like it in Thrillville. Does it have the uh, relationship mechanic like Thrillville does? I think we, I don't we, think I think, so. we, I think we I think we joked about this once before on the show. It's the best part of Thrillville. Yeah. Look, hey girl, why I'm are like, you? I'm like 12 years old and I own this bitch. Why are you dating 10 people? Uh, the game let me. The game let me, and they're in different parks. Yeah, how, you, how you use that mechanic is like really shows like your true intention. Like, um, all right. So, a couple rumors here before we finish up. So, common Nintendo leaker that tries to uh, leaks a lot of things supposedly um, says that the next Nintendo Direct is going to be on the sixteenth, which lines up with previous rumors from other people that we said that it would be on or before the 17th. Um, and Charles Martinet liked that tweet. Now, does this mean anything? But he's kind of just a fan, right? Yeah. The, like, he's the voice so, of Mario and Luigi and Mario, but... What I was going to say is, like, the, even the article that reports it is like, now, does this mean anything? No. Does Charles Martinet, Charles Martinet like a lot of tweets? Yeah, he does. So... But the leaker noticed it, and he's like, why did Charles Martinet like my tweet? Um, so I guess uh, 
we won't be able to um, report about it next week. Um, I mean, maybe Nintendo's just kind of like when they announce it, but they usually announce yeah. it like the day before. So, but also, we already kind even if that date's wrong, we kind of know there will be one this month because since the Switch is launched, there's been one this month. Yeah, here we go again. <laughs> Back again. I think I'm just gonna start leaving these dog cuts in because it's. <laughs> Really too funny to ignore at this point. Uh, a lot of time it's just comedic relief because we talk about something that's horrible and they start barking. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, Nintendo Direct possibly next Wednesday. Maybe they'll announce it on Monday and we can talk about it. We'll see. Um, Uncharted content coming to Fortnite and time for the... Oh, is this going to be a movie tie-in? Yeah. Um great um one of my buddies that i play apex with sometimes got on was like i played fortnite today and i gagged um that's unrelated i think part of the worst part is also though you know it's gonna be they're gonna make it look like the movie versions and not the game versions tom holland confirmed to be in fortnite now he already is mark Wahlberg. sure as solely, yeah. I'll take it. Um, all right. What's this uh, Persona Two remake rumor? Yeah. Okay. Let me let me pull back up the four chan rumor. All right. Let's see. Saved. Um. Wait, where did it go? Oh, here it is at the top. Alright. Uh, so, this is on 4chan, so it's obviously fake. But, whatever. Okay, Persona 2 Remake, 2023 or 2024. Tadashi Satomi, writer for Persona 1 and 2, was re-recruited to work on an upcoming Atlas project a while ago. Hasn't worked on Persona since Eternal Punishment PSP came out 10 years ago. Current Persona dev team has been interested in P2 for nearly a decade, but didn't want to commit to a new project without Satami's involvement. Development was supposed to begin years ago, but he left to, left to work on Kalugia Effect and its remake. Then COVID hit, schedules didn't line up again until last year. Rather than being built on top of P5's gameplay, it's going to play like SMT5 with a Persona coat of paint. Currently, don't know if it will include Innocence and in Eternal Punishment in one package. Uh, supposedly, will be announced at one of the remaining five uh, live streams throughout this year. So, first off... I can't imagine Atlas being like, oh, we have this engine we really like for Persona and Catherine, but we're going to use the SMT engine for a uh, remake. It just feels fake. So, I mean, a lot of things on 4chan feel pretty fake. 4chan itself feels fake if you try hard enough. Dude. That's still the best news segment. The hacker leaker fortune. 
<laughs> Who is so, 4chan? I hope they do something with Persona 2, but this feels like an educated guess. I, I don't know. Some of it feels weird. I can't. I don't know much enough about SMT5 to comment the differences though between like the engine and how they play. I definitely have zero knowledge. I mean, that's expected. Yeah. Yeah. I know nothing. Same. I don't know. I still kind of want SMT5, but I want it on sale because I'm not that interested in it. Yeah. Um, Alright, so final topic. So, um, if you don't know, IGN has a podcast called Nintendo Voice Chat. Um, and it's very good. You should listen to it. I like it a lot. Um, it's basically like this, but shorter in length usually about 40 minutes and it's just like a super dense Nintendo discussion of some stuff so it's it's good um, and they're well, doing we kind of hit everybody and bully some of the companies <laughs> like Google yeah well, we, don't, we aren't attached to a huge company so we can say what we want they have to be very selective um, so they started a new poll called uh, the best Nintendo console ever tournament now, previously on the show, we have discussed our favorite consoles and did a bracket on it and all that stuff. Uh, but it's been a while, and I thought it would be fun to kind of just follow along what they're doing and have some discussions along the way, like how we think this laid out. And so, what they did is they seeded the consoles. They gave them a seed based on. So is it just consoles or it... all? Oh, okay. So it's and home handles. and handouts. Yes, gotcha. Everything um, from so. Um, so for the consoles, the seeds are as follows. One seed is Super Nintendo. Two seed is NES, followed by GameCube, N64, Wii, and then Wii U in the sixth seed. Um, for handhelds, uh, top seed is Game Boy, followed by Nintendo Switch, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, Nintendo 3DS, and sixth seed is Virtual Boy. So, um... One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> Um, so it's a switch, it's a console. Um, they will. They're gonna reseed the matchups. Um, following each round, so the bracket's gonna adjust a little bit to who goes to what. So, the top two seeds of both categories are uh, not being voted on this week. So the Super Nintendo and the NES and the Game Boy and the Switch. All are not in this week's competition. They won't have a fight until the second round, which is kind of like how a lot of brackets work. Um, okay. Think of this as like the NFL wild card. Like, there's you're not guaranteed a spot, but like the lower consoles get a chance to fight for a spot in the actual tournament. So, first up, That's my head, but okay. Um, first up is GameCube versus Wii U. Um, Don't make me pick. <laughs> So the only one I don't know what to who's going to pick what is Cameron. I know what I'm going to pick, and I'm pretty sure both of you know what I'm going to pick, and I know what Alex is going to pick, but I just don't know what Cameron's going to pick. Don't make me pick between these two. <laughs> yeah, this is a tough choice for you guys, I'm sure. Uh, not for me, but... Um, 
I need to get a physical look at this because my brain is not focused enough. Okay, so here I'll I'll um, I'll share my screen if you guys want. Yes, please. So this is the bracket. So you see, like, the Super Nintendo, the NES, the Game Boy, and the Switch are, aren't until the second round. They automatically get one step ahead because they Lame, were the top but seeds. Okay. That's, how bra that's how bracketeering usually works for a lot of things. Top seeds get first round by. Sorry, well, I keep talking like it's the NFL because Super Bowl hasn't happened yet, so I'm still thinking about playoff stuff. So, yeah. I mean, if you're going to throw consoles in the oldest ones and then the one that would automatically have a f buy because it's the newest be the ones to do um i think it's lame that the game boy gets a buy yeah i mean it's probably you've just got the color the games with it but yeah it is game yeah boy you kind of have to yeah, you because they've got Game Boy and Game Boy Advance split, which means all the color with the Game Boy. I still would have given the buy to the Game Boy Advance, though. Yeah. I don't know. It feels weird. Makes sense. Feels weird. So, so yeah, GameCube and Wii U. What are we thinking? I'm okay uh, with either winning. Like, that one's... <laughs> Obviously, my choice is choice is GameCube. Like, there's, right. there's an argument for the Wii U with what it it's what it could do but didn't do. Important distinction. Library is Listen. smaller, still good, but smaller. GameCube has more quality games, um, and um, also can do a lot cooler things, in my opinion. Like play Game Boy. It has like the Game Boy Player stuff, which is really cool. And the all the linking capabilities, um, and if... a, the ability to connect a GBA to it, and plus it's got like Smash Melee and you know Sunshine and Pikmin one and two and a ton of Zelda games and like Thousand Year Door like like a ton of I mean it several has top rated one... games in their respective series it has three Zelda games and the Wii U has three Zelda games if we don't include Virtual Console. Yeah, well, the so the fourth... So, yeah, I, I would say three as well. The fourth one I was including was the Ocarina of Time or the Master Collection or whatever that has, like, Zelda 1, Zelda 2, Ocarina of Time, and... Right, but if you do that, then the yeah, that's Wii what I'm saying. So can like, we can all but one. Or uh, two? Two. It can't play Four Swords or Adventure. And, yeah, but... Uh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to include retro things that a console can play. I'd like to include stuff that it just yeah, like that this, its own. If this was a fight between the Wii and the Wii U, then yeah, that'd be fair game. But it's yeah. I mean, multiple generations apart. Um. I mean, it's just like you can you can own like fifteen Wii U games. And pretty much have everything you need to know there is to know about the Wii U. There's obviously more things than that. Like I, I don't want to sell that short, but 
man, like there's not a, just just not a lot. Like what's there is good. Don't get me wrong. I was one of the people that owned it, but it's not a lot. Um, so I, I mean, I definitely just go GameCube on that one. Um, I think a fight against the N64 and Wii U would be a lot closer for me. Um, I'd probably, I might even end up going Wii U on that one, but for GameCube, I just, it's kind of hands down. No, that's fair. Um, I'm, I'm afraid for next week when it's inevitably GameCube versus Super Nintendo, because that is going to be the toughest choice of my life. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think GameCube, I think I'd have to pick GameCube. Yeah. It's got so many of my favorite games. And I think that's what it's going to come down to when the voting happens. Um, so it's actually going on now. And the voting is open till the eleventh. If our listeners would like to, participate. oh, the Wii U is not a. It's not even so a question. here's the yeah. Is here's the first one. I voted GameCube. GameCube is eleven percent. Yeah, Wii U ripped ripped the Wii U. Um, so yeah, Alex. The poor Wii U. You, what would you do? Wii U. Yeah, I knew it. I yeah. <laughs> okay. it's, I've been sitting here arguing for a while, and I'm like. I mean, you like you're the only. So these person are the I know two. Of I'll... The... Uh, these are the two that I'd probably put closer to the top, but I think game overall probably maybe GameCube, but I still like the Wii U better personally. Yeah, I mean, you're the one guy I know that will literally die for that console, so it's kind of uh, status quo for you to yeah pick Wii U because I'd, I'd be more Same. upset if you I did. picked GameCube last time we did it though. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like... I don't think it was against Wii U. It was. Because Grant did it. <laughs> um, it keeps getting put against the GameCube, and I'm not okay with it. It's because you... I mean, what are you going to put it against? The N64, the Wii? You yeah. can't put it against the give Wii. It, you give it, it. You got to put it against the N64. That's the only fighting chance it has out of that other virtual boy. <laughs> Why? Wait, why would it not beat the Wii? The Wii U against the Wii. Right. Because... Because nostalgia. It, it would have a chance everything the Wii can do. Nobody knows about that. Yeah. They think it's, well, they think also, it's the gamepad. Uh, exclusively. Are, like, we, are we debating dumb. Wii versus Wii U if we're just letting the Wii U take whatever you think the Wii can do and giving it more? That's not really fair. Like, you can't just... Because then what's the <laughs> yeah, point of putting the Wii on there? Then you should just include the Wii U and not put the Wii in it at all because the Wii U is just a Wii with more stuff. Anyway, so N64 and Wii. Well, okay. Um, so, actually, I just saw a tweet. Uh, from um, Did You Know Gaming. Uh, yes or no, is the Wii a retro console? Yes, but I'm not okay with it. Um, yeah. It's 60, the GameCube was considered retro when the Wii U was out. It's been longer since the Wii. It, yeah, so. It's, it's been. It's retro. It's been 10 years since they it's stopped It's been 15 making. 
not since years, it's launched. I'm saying the, since they stopped fooling with it. Yeah. It it's retro. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, um. Uh, I so part of me wants to pick the N64 because like I I that's one of the consoles I grew up with and like it's got a lot of classics on it. But it is aged so poorly aged on so many of those games. Yeah, it has. Yeah. I mean, it's like, like here's my problem. I'm gonna pick the Wii. Yeah. But the N64 has one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> But also, it runs better on everything else. Yeah, so. like the N sixty four has borderline the most person, like unique personality and character of any Nintendo console, just because it was in that like early three D era where nobody knew what the hell was going on. So, like, you know, it's it's super it's a unique. masterclass for what it did for the three D era of gaming. Yeah, um, but the Wii just has more. And it here's the problem. I know how IGN set this up. They're like, well, the N64 was a masterclass of setting up 3D gaming, but the Wii U was a masterclass, or not Wii U, Wii was a masterclass of setting up motion controls. And like, because while well, Nintendo, I mean, PlayStation's kind of gotten back into it. Nintendo never stopped motion controls since they did it. Uh, um, Oculus VR. Yeah, VR uses motion controls. I if but the Wii didn't. Kind of a, that's in a league of its own, though. Like motion controls and VR, like go ahead. Like it's not like you're moving to control something. You're moving because you're moving in the game. Like it's not removed. I don't. Like I kind of get what you're coming from, but. Also, I'd be hesitant to say that the Wii was a masterclass in motion controls. Like it was the it was the first, it was a, and it or tried... pioneers what I'm looking yeah. for, not yeah. masterclass. Um, because I think like, N64 falls under that. I'm just messing up words. They're both like the pioneer of the yeah. Because there were perspective gimmick, whatever, whether that be 3D gaming or motion controls. Um. And it did do it. I mean, it tried pretty much every kind of motion controls, and that helped us a lot to find out what works what and what and doesn't. Yeah, this is why we didn't get Ninja Bread Man Two, but this is why we also can have like slight gyro aiming when we're using controls because actually it could be very like finite and good if you Let's have the right hardware. And you so glad the PS Five uses <laughs> gyro aiming for a lot of it because it drove me crazy. I'm like, all right, PS Four. I was playing on the 3DS or Wii U recently. It's like they have gyro aiming. Why don't you? Yeah, um, yeah. I I just have to give it to the Wii on that one. Um, yeah. I I think I actually clicked N64 in my voting just to see the the polls. Yeah. Um, but I think the uh, we also has better classics, kind of. It depends on who. Yeah, you are. So we, it depends, on who it you depends, depends on what games you're also talking yeah, about. Most though. people will probably say the Wii, um, but people that like the N64 will die for that thing. People that like yeah. the N64 will say that get uh, Mario 64 is better than Galaxy, and they are wrong. 
Um, it feels yeah, wrong. It's just how. It, yeah. So I. So N64 is gonna uh, toast. It's gonna toast the Wii. Seventy-two. I don't like that. Um, you can tell the age like, range of who's voting from on this based on that one alone. Well, also, I think there's a big dynamic of like the Wii did not take long to, or actually, pretty much from the start was a huge casual console. Um, especially to, as it as it went on, it became more and more so. Um, and the N64 was like just dedicated gaming and like really affected. I was still there. Say that about the other two, though. Like around the Wii, the GameCube obviously had a few mature titles as exclusives for a little while. They got put on PS2, um, and then the Wii was like, "We're casual," and then Nintendo's like, "We're kind of giving up on the casual market a little because they don't, they stick aren't around. the yeah, they don't stick around." So the you started seeing like. Bayonetta and stuff like that show back up on the Wii U. Yeah, so the uh, that's actually might be a good problem is like the Wii U was marketed as a casual console, but it was a like you had to play a lot of video games to really get anything out of it. It was not a casual console at all. I don't really think. Um, besides, like a few, they just had some really. Um, the Wii U really had some bad marketing. Yeah, um, yeah. Don't don't get me started on that. Um, so that's uh, a whole spiral. GBA and Virtual Boy. How long are we going to take on this one? <laughs> Two seconds. I mean, yeah. obviously it's Virtual oh, Boy, right, yeah. guys? <laughs> yeah. um, the best. What is it? Seventeen games. Yeah. One con. Over two thousand dollars. Um. So Do you'll. Like, I I so, guess this voting. You ready? It's like one percent to ninety nine. Ninety seven. Oh, I'm so GBA. close. Ninety seven percent. I knew there'd be a few people who voted for it. Yeah, that's um, such a meme just, pick. Just out of pity. I actually still would love for Nintendo to be like, I don't want an extra charge, but I'd love for them to put it on like as a virtual. Uh, my mind is forgetting. Yeah. Uh, um, Nintendo Switch Online. Yeah, yeah. Like put the twenty games or whatever it is on the online thing. Like pay the companies. Like, cause I want to play the Wario game. I want to play the uh, Jack Bros game that costs two thousand dollars. Yeah. Um. All right, and the final one: uh, Nintendo DS versus Nintendo 3DS. I hate this so much. Yeah. This one makes me uncomfortable. So. Uh, but I'm giving it to the 3DS. Um, uh, the 3DS was, was most of my gaming in that era. Right. Compared to the DS not being that, like, still my handheld, yeah. but during the DS, like, I was playing my Wii and PS2 and, um, yeah, uh, half no, the time I think using I it for the GBA. DS more um, than, like, like played gba games with it and stuff um but like the 3ds <laughs> it's it's just such a tough choice because i had i mean there's way if you pick a, a given game in a franchise that was shared between the two consoles then the ds is going to win on most of them it had better pokemon games it had a, a better 2d mario it had uh, did it oh yeah a cooler metroid um the metroid one's more debatable it depends on kind of what you like 
Um, Wait, what's the DS Metroid game? It's Metroid Prime Hunters, Hunters right? Yeah. Right, but the 3DS has a real Metroid game. Yeah, I was gonna say it depends on what you like. Prime Hunters is cooler in its idea, but like, if you just want a Metroid game, then obviously like 3DS. I mean, is it, gonna be it there. took to the end of the 3DS, but this is discussing their <laughs> full life, so yeah. Um, so we're discrediting that the 3DS can play all of them, right? It's, it's the we same thing to, in the Wii. Yeah. You just can't like because then there's no point. It's so in not about it. Yeah, have them competing in. I mean. I won't be surprised if the DS is winning on this one. That makes me but uncomfortable too, though. It like I'll I'll kind of give you the 3D Mario's better on the D or 2D Mario, but yeah, the 3DS had a 3D Mario. I think the which Zelda is, which game is a good point. Yeah, I think the Zelda game uh, games. But so the DS had Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass. Yeah, and then Love 3DS that. had uh, Link Between Worlds. Worlds. It had and Triforce 3D... Heroes. Triforce Heroes. Yeah, it had the remakes, but those were kind of cheese. Um, oh yeah, the remakes as well. Yeah, but yeah, kind of discredited them a little. Yeah. Um. Um. I think. Well. So Triforce. I can discredit Triforce Heroes entirely, and I still think a uh, uh, link between worlds is the better. Oh yeah, it's the, the best of the th- of of the four for sure. Yeah. Um. So my problem is is that like, although the 3ds consisted of the majority of my gaming in this time frame when the 3ds was a thing, um, and like it had a, it had first handheld Smash on it, which was like super cool, and had a ton of fun with it. Like, I'm trying not to bias myself on, like, personally how much I used it, but, like, comparing the library and, like, the longevity of it. And you also got a – it's the same kind of thing like we were talking before. The DS was way more of a casual thing than 3DS was. Like, people that played video games bought the 3DS. They tried to get that casual market back, but they couldn't, like – they had problems because, like, the 3 – DS has, like – five Nintendo and Nintendo cat yeah. games yeah and like that all like the like personal really trainer well. games and like learning games and stuff like that um and i still have to give it to the 3ds though. so like usually on average i'd say that the ds per entry on a franchise has a better title but also the ds library is so much more dilute like 3ds library is very condensed it's got a lot of good stuff mm-hmm. and while like uh more than i'm okay with uh of that being a lot of 2d platformers because that was nintendo's disease this is kind of while, the problem with yeah. the 3ds a little bit but the ds had the same problem as well kind of not as bad though they were li- they were trying a little more but like every team on 3ds for like two years they're like what did you make well we made a 2d platformer <laughs> Yeah. Um, I would personally just pick the DS because I remember having like more like I I used it more, and the games that I played that were in the same franchises to games that I played on the 3DS were better. Now it pains me to say that because the amount of time that like some of my best memories of 3DS are with Smash and like Mario Kart Seven 
Um, Seven's better than DS, though. For sure. Yeah. Um, I didn't say I everything, hear, but on average. I want to hear what other games you think is better on the DS. You're like Mario. And Pokemon. And Pokemon, and okay. I, yeah, I find my choice. I will I actually yeah. I'll actually 100% give you the Pokemon one. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, it. that's that's low-hanging fruit, but it's true. I, I personally think... think Metroid Prime Hunters is cooler, just because it's more unique. Like, not dogging on Sandwich Returns at all. Great game. Um, but it is a remake. Yeah. Um, it's just more like unique. And... I mean, technically, the 3DS has a unique Metroid game, but we're not going to bring it up. Yeah, we don't talk about that here. That, funny really? enough, both of them have Metroid Prime Hunters and Federation Force have actually both set up the next uh, villain for Prime 4. They just keep teasing um, him. Yep. Prime Hunt, he's introduced in Prime Hunters as a playable character. Uh, and then he's the in-credit teaser in 3. And then he's the in-credit teaser in Federation Force. Um. So, Alex, you said 3DS. Yes. Cameron, what'd you pick? Uh, I mean, I still will play 3DS games today. I DS I is a little harder. Yes, or 3DS. Like I. Well, I do agree that there's several series. that better. I played more. Or I played games longer on the 3DS. You know what? It being about like. Three to two, or yeah, sixty-four. Two to one. About, yeah, it's um. That seems about right. Yeah. Um. I would. It's, expect... it's really just such a tough choice, honestly. Yeah. Um. And the overwhelming factor. It's like is that you can play DS games on the 3DS. If you discredit the fact that you can play it. Because you kind of comes... have to. Because it's like, well, what if the DS goes against the Game Boy Advanced? Well same logic yeah but that's a little bit different because game boy advance can play game boy and game boy color games and the ds can't that's um, true it's kind of like how i mean the wii would have a fighting chance against the wii u because it has gamecube true unless you're one of the out of you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> if you're one of those freaks with a mini i'm so sorry no oh yeah i forgot about the wii mini i kind of want one yeah, it's there's so... there's a dark part of me that really wants a Wii Mini. <laughs> I just want to open it like. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the PS3 Super Slim. You just back and forth. Like why I have one. This thing looks horrible, but I guarantee you can't do this on other consoles. <laughs> yeah, when I uh when I first found out that the PlayStation Two originally had like an actual disc drive that like you had to eject and stuff. I freaked out, oh, I, and I, I went. Have one, yeah, yeah, like that's the original model, and I didn't like. I always had a slim. Yeah, um, and slim when is I put it in right, and then yeah, the, yeah, you like you push the button and the top pop yeah. opens. It's a pop top. Um, but I went over to uh, a buddy's house back in the day, and he had a PS2 Fat with a disc drive, and I was like, "That's what it's supposed to be." Like, have you seen a slim? That still blows me away how crazy the size difference. I was like, and I immediately went back home. And I open. I was like, "Oh, dude, this is so cool!" Doesn't have a disc drive. I just like open, close, open, close, open, close. 
<laughs> I should I should have known I had mental problems back then doing stuff like that. Like... <laughs> or like just like yeah, just like oh dude, the this Game Boy folds. Just like do 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 do. Um, surprised I didn't break my Game Boy's hand doing that. Um. Oh, the SP. I was so confused. Oh, yeah, no, because I also never had like an original GBA. I always had the SP. So just like do 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 like. Crack. SP. Well, it is bulkier. Like the screen is, you know, protected. It also protects the screen. So like. I have a. You want something you think an original one because it has like the bright screen. We have like all. They're like launch ones for. I don't. Wait, we yeah, we have a color. We have all of them. We have an no, original. Wait. Like launch SPs. Where it has oh, like yeah. the original screen, not the not, the, blue ba- ones, not yeah. the backlit screen, but the front lit screen. Yeah. Yeah, with a little button. Um yeah, that, so all of them? So yeah, that's all of them for the first round. <laughs> okay. So, so Game Cube, N sixty four, GBA, and Nintendo three DS are the current winners. The polling is not over to the eleventh. But um, it's basically going to stay the so, same unless, yeah, well, like, a YouTuber comes it, in and... DS and 3DS is the only one that I could see possibly, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, as it stands now, it's going to be Super Nintendo versus GameCube. Uh, Nintendo 64 versus NES, right? Yeah. Uh, Game Boy versus Game Boy Advance. That's going to be a fun fight. I, I, the Game, Boy's probably gonna, or Game Boy Advance probably going to lose that, which makes me upset. Um... But it'll be interesting to see. Oh, then, I hate that too. Uh, and then Nintendo 3DS versus fight. yeah, and then Nintendo 3DS versus Nintendo Switch, which kind of feels unfair because like I don't uh, want to pick that one. Uh, All right, let's see. If the uh, if the losers were going through, the Wii U would definitely lose the next round. Oh yeah, there's, there's no chance. Yeah. But the Wii might beat the, the NES. Wii would have a chance against the NES. Yeah. Um. The Virtual Boy right. would automatically lose. I think if it, actually, if the Virtual Boy won the first round, it might just there might just be enough people Meme. to vote for it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of okay, like what we did when fair. we did our uh, Game Boy or GameCube game bracket, and we actually, uh, oh, what was that stupid? We let, uh, yeah, dude, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat beat Luigi's Mansion three to one because we were all just like memeing. I was the one guy that was gonna vote it, and then like a couple other you guys were like, screw it. Jungle Beat, it's got bongos. <laughs> it's just That's for the meme, like... I don't remember then, why that happened. Who, who voted, voted for, for it again? I was the... voted for it a second time. I was the original. I was like, I mean, like, I love Luigi's Mansion, but, like, I'm voting for those bongos. <laughs> Wasn't it, like, three to two or something? No. It wasn't like three to one. That was it was with... like five Mayo of us. didn't come in... No, Mayo didn't come in until Wind Waker versus Melee. Yeah, okay. it was the three, first it three, three rounds. One. It was... The first three rounds. All yeah. right, but I know it. It's gotta Dash, be Mansion versus Jungle Beat. I, I feel Air like I'm the one because Cooper will meme. Yeah, Cooper's probably, probably one, one of them. Yeah, Cooper's definitely one. We need to do Cooper that pick like the stupid pick. So yeah, he consistently. Um, um. All right, what do you think will win this at the end? Oh, you killed the stream. Um. Uh. Either whatever fanboys fanboy the hardest, I think Switch will get knocked out. Um, 
I think Switch will make it to the semifinal and then lose. Um, yeah. So I would be willing gonna to bet be... that whoever the winner of the Super Nintendo and GameCube fight is gonna go to the finals for sure. I yeah. was gonna say Super Nintendo is gonna beat GameCube, and then Game Boy is gonna beat Switch, and then they're gonna fight, which is stupid. Super Nintendo. Look, at least Game Boy. At least if it was uh, Super Nintendo versus Game Boy Advance, that'd be interesting but it's probably i can for some reason something in me says game boy's gonna beat it the game boy advance that's the thing that we're probably putting in more thought than a lot of the people doing the vote yeah and that's so why the game boy will beat the advance and that's not okay true um... yeah so be sure to tune in in the next couple of weeks we'll follow this through and see what comes of it um but if for we now <laughs> but for now that's uh, gonna do it here for us today thank you for hanging around having some fun talks with us we appreciate your time please share us with a friend we post every wednesday 8 a.m central Standard time spotify apple podcast youtube.com slash storm one games anywhere that you listen to your podcast you can find us add us on twitter at all night gamers with a k what console do you think is going to win this ign battle and why is it super nintendo um and also, do you think that the Switch still has a chance to eclipse the DS in total sales? Yes. Um, <laughs> hard yes. Chad, yes. <laughs> I mean, do you really think it won it? We just got to see what they mean not by right life now. cycle. I'm not going to commit to saying yes until I see what they do. Like, there'll be a definitive point when you can tell, like, oh, yeah, it's going to do it for sure. Um, so I'm just gonna hold off on. You're it. definitely right. If there's a um, a pro or whatever, I don't think they'll call it pro because they have the controllers called pro. Yeah, elite new, switch elite. New Nintendo Switch. <laughs> no Nintendo Switch Four. You nailed it, Grant. I'm glad you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, yeah, we uh, appreciate uh, listening yeah. to us, and um, we will see you next week. Thank you much. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.